You're listening to the Digital Remodeler Podcast. In each episode, we explore the latest trends, tools, and strategies for transforming your home remodeling business in the digital age. Join host Carl Willis, a seasoned home services digital marketing consultant, as he interviews industry experts, shares success stories, and provides actionable tips to help you stay ahead of the curve and build a successful and sustainable home remodeling business in today's ever-evolving market. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, this show is the ultimate guide to help you modernize your business and thrive in the digital world. Welcome to the Digital Remodeler Podcast. Today joining me is Jason Crabtree, Director of Search Engine Optimization for Remodeling Marketing Team. Jason, it's great to have you today. Thanks, Carl. Glad to be here. I'm excited. Excellent. All right. So our topic today is we're going to look at SEO and local SEO. And in years past, people would just say, I want you to do SEO. And what they meant was, I want to be visible on the search engines. But uh, the world of search has changed drastically. And so we're going to really dive in today to the difference between those two things, things you need to be considering, things you need to be paying attention to, and really the work that needs to be done to show up well in regular SEO and local SEO. So Jason, I'll let you take it from here. Sure. So that was a great intro, and and um, it's uh, we could probably do this interview again in six months, and the formula will change. The good thing about SEO is it never gets boring. Um, so when we say uh, search results pages, typically we're talking about Google, but know that Yahoo and Bing and Ask, um, tons of other search engines, uh, they all have search results. They're all trying to display um the, the results that the consumer was looking for, and they just have uh, similar but different ways of going about getting that information. So, uh, what do you want to uh, what do you want to talk about first? Like how to, well, how to do it or what? Yeah, let's let's actually kind of back up and, and maybe look at it from a thirty thousand foot view because I, I think when most people think search, uh, they just think Google, like this big generic, broad right. stroke paintbrush. What what really when we talk about a Google search, what are the different types of searches that we actually could be talking about within the Google environment? So, good question. There's uh, um, different segments of a search engine results page, and sometimes they show a map. Most of the time, they do, um, but sometimes they don't. So, we've got the paid ads at the top. Um, We've got the uh, the map below that, and then the organic section below that. And when you talk SEO, um, you're typically talking about the uh, the map and the uh, the organic section. Local SEO primarily being the map. Okay, excellent. Now, do those two things work simultaneously in conjunction? So if I'm if I'm ranking. Uh, number one on the map. Am I also going to rank number one on the the organic side? Um, most of the time, no. Um, but it's it can happen, but it's it's not very common. So usually, 
um, the the uh, the sites that are ranking in the organic section, um, that's where you're going to see your big directory sites like Angie's List or or Yext, I mean Yelp or uh, um, you know another another directory, YellowPages.com, things like that tend to show up in the organic section, but not in the map. So when you're when you're ranking in the organic section, you're going against some bigger players versus ranking in the map. You're you're going against pretty much everybody local. Okay, excellent. So so at what place you know should a, a business owner be thinking about? You know what what's their priority? Should they be focused on the map? Should they be focused on that traditional organic ranking? What what's really where should their focus be? Um, most of the time, it's going to be the map. Uh, depends on the business. If you're an e-commerce business that does uh, does business nationwide, um, then you're pretty much just focused on the organic section. Um, but if you're a local business that wants to uh, connect with local consumers, you're probably going to spend most of your time focused on the map. Okay, excellent. And so let's talk about just from a, a you know search engine optimization standpoint. Uh, what are some of the variables that are different between the two? What are what are things that we're going to do on a local search optimization process that's going to be different from what we would do on that national optimization process? So with the with the uh, I'll start with the national because that's kind of kind of the, the more traditional way that people thought about search engine optimization. But the, uh, the organic national section um, tends to uh, be driven by your content on your website and the links that point to your website. So everybody can build a website that says, this is who we are, this is what we do. Google wants to confirm that. So they're going to look and see, does anybody else think this is who you are and what you do? Are there any links from other sites that are pointing to your website? Are there any mentions of your business elsewhere that uh, that talk about your website? So those are the kind of the, the things that really drive the organic section, content and links. When you get into the map, <clears throat> excuse me, when you get into the map, you uh, you start to see some some different, uh, uh, like proximity to the city center really matters. The map is the map, right? If I'm in Denver, I'm not likely going to show up in a, in a New Jersey search in the map. So the the proximity to the city center is a factor. Um, they do look at your uh, traditional SEO, like the on-page content and the links, um, but they're also looking at your reviews. They're looking at your engagement. Um, are, are people leaving reviews, how frequently, and drilling down, there's some, some even little tips and tricks that you can do to optimize reviews. Then there's other things like, um, are you uploading photos and videos? Are you giving consumers something that will help them make a decision? That's, okay. uh, that's what Google's looking for in the map. So, so if I'm hearing you correctly, the traditional search deals more with the website but the local search is actually going to deal more with that map listing. So as a business owner, you have to be thinking about both. Am I hearing that correctly? That's right. Yep. Okay. And there will be some variations uh, of keywords where they just won't show a map. 
for uh, for insurance, for example, um, life insurance doesn't tend to show a map. So if that's one of your keywords and you're an insurance guy, um, you probably want to make sure that you're targeting organic for for that keyword. Okay, excellent. Yeah, see, that's just a I think a, a little bit of a mental shift for a lot of business owners because they're always yeah. thinking about their website, my website, my website, my website. But really, uh, in local search, uh, you're seeing more of that that map listing, that that Google Business profile, uh, starting to take the lead. Would you agree with that? A lot, and and if uh, consumers are looking on a smartphone, that's pretty much what's above the fold. You know, you have to scroll down to see any organic. It's the map's going to dominate that search result page. Okay. So along those lines, you know, voice search is a a big thing happening today too. Now, is that based off of the website? Is that based off of that local search? How how does that, which one is most important to get good, you know, uh, uh, rankings on those voice searches? For the most part, um, it's going to be based on the map. So if um, if you're if you're using a Google smart speaker to do your search, they're going to serve up the results that are in that top three, the three pack of the map. If you're using Alexa, they're going to use a directory and a map, but it's just uh, they're they're pulling from a different source, but it's all map based. Okay, excellent. So you you brought up an interesting uh, dynamic that the the map rankings oftentimes are really based on on distance from city center. So so what happens if you're not so lucky to be in the center of the city? How do you how do you make that work? <laughs> You've got to appear to be relevant to that location. So relevance is a thing that used to matter a whole lot with SEO. Now it's more about authority. But in this case. You want to be relevant to that city center. So some of the things you can do is publish photos that are taken at the city center. So that metadata on the back end encrypts that latitude, longitude into the photo. So Google indexes that. It's part of your business profile, and it is taken at this part of the map. So that's one way to do it. Another way would be to get reviews that mention uh, the city, if you're in a neighboring community and you want to rank next door, um, get reviews that mention that city. Okay, excellent. So, you know, f- for years and years and years, uh, what we've heard is content is king. You just need to have a lot of content. Does that still hold true? And, and uh, if if so, you know, what does that look like in today's world? It's, it's still true, um, but having content for... The sake of having content is is a thing of the past. It needs to be relevant content. So I'll use my example of photos again. If I'm in uh, Wichita and I publish a whole bunch of photos of my vacation to Las Vegas, it's not going to help me rank in Wichita. It needs to be local themed content. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Yeah. So a couple of other, you know, those traditional SEO type questions, you know, used to be, uh, uh, you know, having the right metadata, you know, do I have the right meta description and the meta keywords and the meta title and and uh, H1 tags and alt text and all those things. Are those things still important? 
Uh, meta keywords, no, almost nobody uses that anymore in website design. Meta description still matters a little, um, but you're limited by characters. So you're not gonna jam a bunch of content into your meta description. So it helps, but out of 200 variables, it's just one small piece of the puzzle. Excellent. And then let's talk just for, for a minute about uh, back to the, the Google Maps side of, uh, you know, the rankings. Uh, what if you're a business where you have multiple locations? How, how should that business owner address uh, their local search? Whereas they may just have one website. Uh, but they've got multiple locations. Is there a, an easy way for them to get visibility you know, in question. both of those? Um, so yeah, you got one website for all of your locations. You need an individual um, name, address, phone number. So every location needs to have its own phone number, needs to have its own uh, specific address, and the business name is pretty much going to be the same. But you want to make sure that... Uh, you set up pages on your website for each of those locations. So if you've got a location in Clearwater and one in St. Petersburg, one in Tampa, you want a page on your website for each one of those locations. That will help you rank. Excellent. Excellent. And then, you know, are there are there any pieces from the, the Google business profile uh, that can be interconnected with the website? Uh, to to really help that business rank on on both of those fronts. Um, in your yeah, absolutely. So in your Google Business profile, you obviously are going to have a link to your website. You can have a, an additional link to the appointment page, and then you can do posts in Google. Um, and we our best practices we do one post a week. Um, but we mention certain keywords that we want to rank for. We mention geographies when appropriate. Um, and then all of those have a learn more button that links back to the website. Yeah, excellent. And you mentioned keywords. So keywords are obviously still important. Yes. Typically, um, you know, when somebody does a search, they're, they're going to search using those keywords. You want to make sure that you're an authority on those keywords. Excellent. So let's let's dive into that just a little further. When you, when you say you want to make sure you're an authority on those keywords, how would you go about doing that? What are some ways you can show that you're an authority? Um, one way on your website. So a lot of the a lot of the uh, I'm going to answer your question by telling you what people do wrong. But a lot of times on websites, we see people um, just have a bullet list of all the services that they offer. So when I said earlier. Um, being relevant in, isn't as important as being an authority. Um, that's what I was talking about. You don't want just a bulleted list. You want to expand um, on a topic and make sure that you're showing everybody your knowledge on that on that particular topic slash keyword. Excellent, excellent. And then, still, a best practice is is long tail keywords, short tail keywords. What's what are we better to go for the long tail keywords? Majority of the searches are four words or longer. That's just a general search engine uh, data point. But four words or longer tends to be the uh, the typical search. Okay, excellent. And then, of course, everybody's talking about AI. So, how does AI affect? 
local search and traditional search? What, what's the, the biggest changes you're seeing right now? From a consumer standpoint, it's not not changing things too much. From a from a an optimization standpoint, um, we and a lot of other uh, agencies are are using AI to um, to do the research. We don't we don't let AI write our content, but we will do the research with AI. So you want to make sure that you've got authentic content. It's not like scraped from some other website and then you publish it on yours you can get penalized for duplicate content there. So let the AI do the research and then have the writers write around that. It speeds things up a lot and it gives you ideas that you may not have thought of as a writer. Excellent. And then just you kind of to, to bring this all back around full circle, um, if you were to give just you know your, your top best practices right now for a local business to rank well, what are maybe the top three things they should be doing week after week uh steady focus on getting new reviews getting reviews from consumers um that mention their services and their geography and consumers can also um upload a photo it's kind of like an online check-in as you know with social media um you want to <clears throat> you want to uh make sure that uh, that you're getting our best practice and our advice to consumers or to businesses is to try to get one new review every two weeks. That's the goal. Doesn't always happen. Um, sometimes you get three, sometimes you get none, but uh, shoot for, for one every two weeks um, and then make sure that their reviews that are, um, that are uh, mentioning the things that you want to rank for. So customers happy, please mention the service. Um, and then other things that you should do, um, active posts, uh, be active with your social media. They're looking for social signals. Not only are you telling us that you're the greatest, but consumers are sharing um, your content must be valuable. So stay active on social media. Um, keep getting links to your site. Make sure that your name, address, phone number is consistent in all of your directories and citations um, and keep getting new uh, citations every chance you get to. Excellent. And, and just uh, for clarification, because uh, some of the people watching may not understand what a citation is, yeah. is that, is that when the traffic, you know, officer pulls you over and, <laughs> and, and hands you the slip or what, what's actually a citation? A in, citation in terms is of SEO? A mention. So it's just a mention of your business um, on a web page somewhere. So as we know, Googlebot, Bingbot, they all crawl and index all the pages. The more times they can find you mentioned, um, the more of an authority they view you as. Excellent. So just wrapping up, any any final thoughts you have for, for those that are listening today, just as we've kind of given them this general overview of, of local versus traditional search, what that looks like? Yep. I think uh, um, website content and website uh, uh, performance has become a, a bigger piece of the puzzle. So you want to make sure that your pages load quickly. You want to make sure that consumers can find what they're looking for at the top of the page without having to scroll down. Um, little things like that that improve the user experience are becoming a bigger and bigger piece of the puzzle. So your website plus all of your local engagement. 
I think those are the biggest things that that matter right now. Excellent. Well, fantastic, Jason. Thanks for uh, jumping on today. Glad to have you here on the uh, podcast. And uh, Jason's going to be a, a regular contributor to the podcast in the days ahead. So be listening uh, for future episodes. Thank you.